the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Management Studios. This is AM 1280. The Patriot. WWTC. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. By a unanimous vote, the U.N. Security Council approved new sanctions on North Korea, including banning exports worth over $1 billion. U.S. U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley says North Korea will be punished for its actions. North Korea's irresponsible and careless acts have just proved to be quite costly to the regime. This resolution is the single largest economic sanctions package ever leveled against the North Korean regime. China providing a welcome boost to the global campaign to pressure North Korea to halt its missile and nuclear test. China is the North's economic lifeline. The Trump administration is cautiously embracing China's apparent newfound cooperation. But Washington says that it will be watching closely to ensure that China does not ease up on the North. This is SRN News. Hey, this is Mitch Berg of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And perhaps you've heard it's crazy out there. We've got terrorists threatening our liberties every which way you turn. And that's just the Democrats in D.C. and St. Paul. So what are you supposed to do? Well, for starters, tune in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. That's me every Saturday from 1 to 3 and Brad Carlson every Sunday from 2 to 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Listen to The Narn every Saturday at 1 and Sunday at 2 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm Josh Wolf. From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center today, chance of showers off and on, high near 77. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 79. Tuesday, 81 and sunny. Be sure to tune in to the Northern Lights Radio Network every Saturday at 1 with Mitchburg and Sunday at 2 with Brad Carlson on AM 1280 The Patriot. It's the Narn every weekend at 1 on AM 1280 The Patriot and am1280thepatriot.com. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the program. I'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into the broadcast. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also text your comments or questions. 651-243-0390. And you can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N, for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, we appreciate you uh, tuning into the broadcast. And by the way, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you know you're not listening to this live, you can still weigh in via hashtag N-A-R-N. 
because we we read all those tweets. So rest assured, uh, you don't have to listen live to weigh in via Twitter. But if you call the studio line when we're not live, eh, you're probably not going to get us. Sorry about that. <laughs> Anyways, hey, good to be with you. Hard to believe it's the first weekend of August. Uh, I was on vacation uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I remember I set my out of office uh, reply at my uh, day job. And I wasn't going to be back until Tuesday, and I say I will be back in the office Tuesday, August 1st. Can't believe it. Hard to believe that we are in the first week of August. But you know what that means. We're a mere few weeks away from the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, I believe Mitch and I are going to be out there for our regularly scheduled broadcasts on Saturday and Sunday. But we will definitely uh, update you and confirm all of those logistics as uh, as we uh, get them. But rest assured... Uh, we're going to be out there at uh, some point. If not broadcasting, I'm going to be out there uh, enjoying the fair. That much I do know. But uh, we'll probably be out there. But, again, stay tuned to AM 1280 The Patriot for details. And, of course, check out our website, am1280thepatriot.com. Want to uh, look back at some uh, big news items from this past week because, well, isn't that what I do on this show? Kind of look back at the news and uh, give my two cents worth and hopefully elicit some sort of uh, discussion amongst you, the listeners. But, one of the big news stories from this past week, and uh, the Trump administration is, in the first six-plus months, I think you can adequately define the White House atmosphere, particularly the Oval Office atmosphere, as utter chaos. Uh, President Trump has gone through uh, multiple uh, chiefs of staff. He's uh, gone through uh, a couple of national security advisors. It's just been marred by chaos, and that's not good for the country. And uh, there has been, <coughs> excuse me, there has been talk where Trump has been disappointed with Attorney General Jeff Sessions when uh, you know, Attorney General Sessions recused himself from the Russia testimony. Uh, tr- President Trump has been very outspoken about his disappointment regarding that. However, uh, that has seemed to have backed off lately considering the fact that conservatives uh, hold sessions in very high regard. Now, the civil asset forfeiture has rankled some conservatives, definitely. Uh, so there's still some question around that. But uh, conservatives may have been upset with sessions, but not because he recused himself from the Russia matter. So, uh, But the bottom line is sessions appear safe for now. But one guy that seemed to uh, be dead man walking for a while was Chief of Staff Reince Priebus. Uh, he was instrumental, of course, in, in scoring some big Republican victories during the 2016 election season, and I, I did not envy Reince Priebus as chair of the RNC because obviously Trump was an undesirable candidate to the Republican establishment and, and, and many conservatives, and he really ended up winning because there are a lot of factors for Trump winning the nomination. We don't really need to go into a bunch of that, but one was, of course, a lot of uh, working-class whites who typically voted Democrat, a lot of them crossed over in open primaries and voted for Trump. Now, that wasn't the case. That wasn't the situation in, in, in every state, obviously. But that definitely was a factor. And Reince Priebus kind of had to weigh those issues, you know, assuaging uh, people who were voting Republican for the first time because they liked Donald Trump because Trump is his cult of personality. And then, of course, uh, assuaging the concerns of conservatives and maybe the GOP establishment who didn't want Trump. So he ended up being Trump's chief of staff, and then mere six months in, uh, Priebus ended up uh, resigning his post. And since he resigned, has end up has said a lot of the right things, uh, you know. And there's some speculation that he still wants to be stay on the good side of Donald Trump because 
there's speculation that Priebus may enter into the Wisconsin U.S. Senate race. Uh, incumbent Democrat Tammy Baldwin is up in 2018, and there's chatter that Priebus may get into that race. Who's to say? Maybe that's just rumors, conspiracies, whatever. Well, there was a very obvious divide in Trump's inner circle between new communications director Anthony Scaramucci and then-Chief of Staff Reince Priebus. And Scaramucci's hire, a guy that had zero experience as communications director, was just like a hedge fund manager on Wall Street. And you go back to his old Twitter feed, pretty much spewed a lot of left-wing chanting points. And this was the guy that was going to be the new communications director. And this was viewed as a disaster from day one. Uh, so when Scaramucci was brought on, and then shortly after he was brought on, then Priebus resigned and General John Kelly ended up taking over chief of staff. And that hire was, for the most part, universally lauded. But then the, the question people ask is like, well, General Kelly's trying to come in and, you know, provide stability to the Oval Office because God bless Reince Priebus. He just isn't that type of personality that uh, that he's just going to come in, put his foot down and say, okay, this is the way things have to be around here. You have to have a guy who the president will respond to. And President Trump himself has been quoted as saying that a guy like Priebus isn't exactly a five-star general that's going to be able to tell me what to do. How ironic he made that statement because uh, eventually down the road, uh, General John Kelly was hired as the chief of staff. And when that hire was made, it was lauded by a lot of people, but kind of as a cautionary thing, he says, well, if John Kelly's being brought in as chief of staff, that's great. But the typical chain of command is the communications director would report to John Kelly. Well, Anthony Scaramucci, who is apparently the cause of this newfound chaos, is not going to report to, to Kelly. He's going to continue to report directly to President Trump. So I don't really see what the point is. Well, fortunately, it appeared that General John Kelly had the president's ear on this uh, particular, <clears throat> excuse me, on this particular position uh, because Anthony Scaramucci ended up being fired. That is good news. And even more good news from that, we don't have to... Uh, the, although the lame references to Bohemian Rhapsody can finally cease now that Scaramucci is out of there, because everybody thought his name sounded like Scaramouche, you know, Scaramouche, Scaramouche, can you do the Fandango? And there were constant references to Bohemian Rhapsody after that. It's like, okay, good song, but let's not go overboard. <clears throat> Anyways, I digress. From the Wall Street Journal, uh, President Donald Trump ousted his communications director after only 10 days and introduced his new chief of staff, a former Marine Corps general who has the task of imposing more discipline in the West Wing following one of the most turbulent weeks of the administration. Uh, just an aside, one of the most turbulent weeks of the administration. That's saying something, given the way this first six months have gone. I'm just saying. All right, I continue. Uh, Anthony Scaramucci was removed from the communications director post on Monday, becoming the seventh major administration official to leave in Mr. Trump's first six months. Mr. Scaramucci was ousted of the urging of the new chief of staff, retired General John Kelly, in one of his first official acts in the job, two administration officials said. Mr. Kelly previously ran the Homeland Security Department. Uh, Kelly urged Scaramucci to resign during a one-on-one -on -one meeting in his new office shortly after being sworn in at a Monday morning White House ceremony. The official said uh, Scaramucci's removal was designed to better organize a White House that has been riven with co competing factions, they said. So that's the good news. Uh, Many were pleased that uh, with the move of Kelly being named chief of staff, like I said, but 
as I also alluded to, the enthusiasm seemed to be dulled when it was reported that Scaramucci would continue to report to President Trump uh, as opposed to the new chief of staff. So uh, I guess that's one good sign is that General Kelly apparently had the president's ear on this one. But then, uh, uh, let's see, General Kelly was officially sworn in on Monday, this past Monday. And then a couple of days later, Donald Trump came out and, and on his Twitter feed. He's renowned for going on Twitter saying, you know, I know there are a lot of people out there that want me to get off Twitter, but there are a lot of my staunch supporters love it, so I'm going to keep going. You kind of read between the lines on that one. That kind of seemed like kind of a, yeah, I do, for lack of a better phrase, passive-aggressive response to General Kelly saying, yo, Mr. President, um, I want to kind of back off the, the Twitter feed. It's kind of undermining a lot of what you want to get accomplished here, and it's sending out muddled messages and creating complete chaos. Okay, just look at the first attempt to implement uh, the travel ban. And then, of course, the recent, uh, within the past couple of weeks, and I talked about this on the show last week, where President Trump came out and said that no LG, no transgenders will be serving in the military in any capacity. Okay, didn't provide a lot of nuance in that. 140 characters typically doesn't provide a lot of nuance. So General Kelly urged him to back off, and we'll see if that happens, because obviously the president has... Uh, uh, the General Kelly has the president's ear. But I've I've maintained for, for some time now, look, Donald Trump is a 70-year-old billionaire. He's gotten to where he is today by being the way he is, okay? So this idea that he's going to cease because someone on his staff is urging him to maybe back off a little bit, uh, I'm, a little, I'm a little skeptical about that. But uh, I would like to think that when General Kelly was asked to join as chief of staff at the president's urging, I would hope General Kelly would say, well, I'll join your staff, Mr. President, but there are a few conditions I have to lay out. And if not, you know, I, I don't need the gig. I, I don't know if that conversation took place. I'd like to think it has taken place, but uh, we'll certainly continue to pay attention to uh, uh, the Trump Twitter feed. And hopefully this provides some semblance of stability to the, to the West Wing. Uh, from what I understand, uh, a lot of direct access to the president has been limited because Trump, there was a lot of people that had direct access to the president kind of in a, at an unprecedented level. And I think General Kelly has kind of tempered that a little bit. So, you know, first week, I guess we can take some positive signs out of that. And hopefully we can kind of put this aside because there's a whole bunch of agenda items that Trump, by his own standard, has really yet to address and uh, time is short when it, uh, when it comes to legislative session time before the 2018 midterms. So uh, certainly something to keep an eye upon. 651-289-4848. That is the number to call. You can also text your comments or questions. 651-243-0390. Weigh in via Twitter hashtag NARN. Brad Carlson, The Closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. I love my classes. I got a crazy teacher. He wears dark glasses. Things are going great.
This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former BMW, Mazda, Subaru, and Toyota owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to AutoAirbagSettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's AutoAirbagSettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device, absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your laptop bag or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com, 1-800-919-5232. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-919-5232. That's 1-800-919-5232. You've heard of the fun police? Well, we're the opposite. The original donut shop coffee. Full-flavored, deliciously straightforward coffee best enjoyed with a smile. So good, it's criminal. Enjoy a cup and sprinkle some fun into your day. Made for your Keurig Brewer. Find it at Keurig.com and grocery stores everywhere. Just look for the bright teal box with the donut. The original donut shop coffee. Have more fun. New windows for America. finally decided to get rid of the old bathtub in its dingy-looking color. Monty from New Windows for America made me feel like I was in good hands, so I signed right away for my new walk the owner called me that afternoon and thanked me for my order. I thought it was a great way to show appreciation. His crew was awesome, from the supervisors to the plumbers to the whole crew. My experience was a snap. No more ugly, dingy walls. That's a written testimonial from Cheryl, who used New Windows for America to remodel her bathroom. New Windows for America does beautiful, easy-to-clean, one-day tub and shower replacements. That's right, a new tub or shower can be replaced in just one day. No disruptions to your routine. Make your appointment for a free consultation today and save $750 off a safe, beautiful, easy-to-clean bath or shower replacement. Offer ends August 31st. If you're looking for a job well done, do yourself a favor. Call New Windows for America. New Windows for AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can catch my friend and colleague, King Banyan, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, for The King Banyan Show. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg is on these very airwaves, AM 1280 The Patriot, every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. I am the closer, closing out every weekend on Sundays, 2 to 3 p.m. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 
And we're here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. And you can weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. Hey, before I get back to some of the news of this past week, I did want to alert you to a contest that we're putting on for our Twin Cities veterans and active military by giving away a free furnace or AC unit. Yeah, you heard that right. During this nine-week contest running through Sunday, September 17th, active military or veterans can log on to am1280thepatriot.com or www.goblueox.com. And once you locate the Patriotic Blue Ox logo somewhere on either website, click on it and register to win. And here's the cool thing. Just by registering, each person that registers, if you're active military or a veteran and you're 18 or older, that is, you get a 15% discount on service or tune-up for either your AC or furnace. Heck of a deal. And again, Blue Ox Heating and Air, one of our more valued sponsors here at AM1280 The Patriot. Again, go to am1280thepatriot.com or, or gobluox.com. Again, find the Patriotic Blue Ox logo. And if you're an active military or veteran and you're over the age of 18, click on that logo, register to win. And uh, if you don't win the AC unit or furnace, hey, at least you get 15% uh, off your tune-up of your current unit. Heck of a deal, and uh, it is a wonderful uh, tribute that we like to share uh, with our veterans and our active-duty military and as always, we thank you for your service. I want to get to uh, a interesting news item from this past week regarding the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. Uh, first off, I want to say that during the last several election cycles, one of the things that you always hear from left-wing commentators and progressives and Democrats and everything is, wow, that Republican Party, they're so extreme Ronald Reagan couldn't get uh, win the president the nominee for president in today's Republican Party. They're so extreme, which is the most buffoonish, idiotic, moronic nonsense that I have ever heard. Look at who our candidates have been the last several election cycles. Well, since Ronald Reagan was was president, I mean George H. W. Bush, uh, go nineties Bob Dole, you know George W. Bush. Mitt Romney, John McCain, now Donald Trump. Uh, I, I'm i not the smartest person in the world, but to say that those people are ideologically to the right of Ronald Reagan is nonsense. It's just concern trolling. But you could also say it is classic projection. I'll read a story that the Blaze covered from this past week. Our Representative Ben Ray Lawan, he's a Democrat out of New Mexico, and the chair of of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, told The Hill in an interview published Monday that the organization will not withhold funding for pro-life Democratic House candidates in 2018. Luan vowed not to impose litmus tests on candidates as the party seeks to regain control of the House in the midterm election. Here's his quote. Uh, As we look at candidates across the country, you need to make sure you have candidates that fit the district that can win in these districts across America, Lawan told The Hill. Lawan said the party must cast a wide net for candidates in 2018, which include (gasps) pro-lifers. Here is another quote from uh, Mr. Lawan. To pick up 24 seats and to get to 218, that is the job, he said. We'll need a broad coalition to get that done. We are going to need all of that, and we have to be a big family in order to win the House back. The fact that this is news, that Democrats are considering 
helping pro-life members of their party win elections. The fact that that's news tells you everything you need to know about today's Democrat Party. And this is something that Tom Perez said very shortly after he was uh, elected as new Democratic National Committee chair, is that they're basically saying that all candidates have to support, you know, I'm doing scare quotes, abortion rights, killing of children, I like, I, I call it, but they call it abortion rights. Okay, your mileage may vary. You say tomato, I say tomato. I mean, crazy. And and these and, and a lot of these people, again, they're the ones who say, well, the Republican Party, they're so extreme that Ronald Reagan couldn't get uh, nominated as a presidential candidate. Well, look, look at the record of JFK. And, and, and you know, abortion wasn't a salient an issue, of course, in, in the early 1960s when JFK was running because Roe Ro v. Wade wasn't passed until, I believe, it was 1973. But, you know, it was on the radar. It was an issue that had cropped up, but it certainly wasn't a salient an issue as it is today. But I dare say that JFK, given some of his more conservative fiscal policies and probably more socially conservative than today's Democratic Party, I'd probably, I'd, I'd say that's probably, that's a certainty. So they want to they sit there and, and concern troll and say Reagan couldn't get nominated into the Republican Party. Well, we've proven that's been bunk with all the moderates that the Republicans have put up in the last several presidential election, election cycles. JFK couldn't be, a, JF, a Democrat in the yoke of JFK couldn't be today's Democrat presidential nominee. Couldn't happen. So, and, and here's the thing. I know things have changed a lot on the land, in the political landscape on social issues in the last 12 years, particularly gay marriage. That has definitely evolved quite a bit in, in, in the last decade. But look at 2006, when the Democrats were desperate to finally get a majority in Congress because, you know, George W. Bush still had a couple of years left. And it was complete Republican control in Washington. When George W. Bush was reelected in 2004, the Republicans also strengthened their majority in the House and Senate. And the Democrats were so desperate to get power back because, of course, the Iraq war was still taking place. And that was their signature issue to get in there and finally end the war in Iraq, which was a very unpopular war at that point. And they and President Bush himself even called it a thumping in the 2006 midterms when the Democrats took control of the House, and took back control of the Senate. And how did they do that? Rahm Emanuel was very instrumental in going into these re- these districts where Republicans were representing and going in and getting, as they like to call them, Reagan Democrats or moderate Democrats or you know, blue dog Democrats that may not have been uh, pro-choice, pro-abortion. But they were looking at it from the standpoint, look, in a district like this, you know, where the, say, the voter uh, demographics are like R plus one, R plus two, R plus three, you know, we could flip these districts because at the time George Bush was an unpopular incumbent president like President Trump is now. So if we're going to flip red house districts, okay, we can't do that with someone in the the motif of Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Harry Reid. Not going to happen. Okay. We need Republicans that are going to help us in our effort to finally end the Iraq war and all these other issues we're not going to really concern ourselves with at this time. And this was just 12 years ago. Now, again, I know the political landscape has changed in 12 years, but has abortion really changed that dramatically? 
to where Democrats going to draw a line in the sand? Ain't no way we're giving up killing the kids. Really? Is that, is, is, are, they, are they really going to die in this hill? So this is going to be a, an interesting battle because the, the Democrats have a good opportunity to take back the House. I don't really see a path to winning back the Senate because of the 34 seats up in the Senate in 2018. I believe the Democrats are defending 25, 24 or 25 of them. So that doesn't seem very realistic. But there is an opportunity to get the House back. You know, you have to flip 24 seats. It's not impossible, especially in a wave election. And right now the, congr- the generic congressional ballot shows Dems have a double-digit lead. You know, but again, that... Doesn't the devil's in the details there? What districts are you focusing on? I mean, if you're foc- if there's a lot of Democrat represented districts that are going to come out in droves to vote for their Democrat, well, that's not going to really be helpful because there's already a Democrat representing that district. But uh, I'll read a couple more excerpts from this Blaze story in the wake of former Democrat presidential nominee. Hillary Clinton's loss, prominent Democrat lawmakers, including House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer, have expressed openness to supporting pro-life Democratic candidates. Former Senator Bernie Sanders made headlines earlier this year uh, for campaigning with a pro-life Democrat mayoral candidate. Uh, Pelosi, Schumer, and Sanders are all staunchly pro-choice. So, this is something I talked about a couple of months ago when this first came out, when Bernie Sanders was uh, out campaigning on behalf of this pro-life Democratic mayor in, I believe it was Nebraska. Bernie, you know, God bless him. You know, there isn't anything that politically with which I agree with Bernie, not much anyways. For him to come out, he just shrugged and said, hey, I want to win elections. Isn't that what we're here to do? You can't govern if you can't, if you, if you can't win elections, right? Uh, Mitchell Style, uh, Still Style, I don't know, a spokesperson for NARAL Pro-Choice America told The Hill, throwing weight behind anti-choice candidates is bad politics that will lead to worse policy. So there you have it. Battle lines are clearly being drawn. And oh, by the way, uh, Howard Dean, who is the former head of the Democrat National Committee, uh, he has come out and said, if this is true, that the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee is seriously considering uh, backing and funding and supporting pro-life Democrat candidates. Howard Dean is saying he's rethinking his support for the DCCC. Okay, Howard Dean, former chair of the Democratic National Committee, even he's drawing a line in the sand on this one. So uh, Democrats have a great opportunity in 2018, and they may still take back the House, who's to say, but uh, uh, they're good to a good, to a good heart with a message like this. That is for sure. AM1280 Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, me, Brad, it is Carlson, the closer, 651 it is the number to call to call if you'd like to weigh in. And we will be back on Mirror Moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit aadirectig.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. 
Blue Ox Heating and Air is celebrating veterans and their contribution to our community. To show their appreciation, Blue Ox is offering all veterans 20% off their furnace and air conditioning services up to $400 every Thursday. Take advantage of Blue Ox's 20% off veterans discount each Thursday. Let Blue Ox improve the comfort in your home. Call 7634-BLUE-OX or online at gobluox.com. Blue Ox Heating and Air, legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Attention taxpayers, the stock market and economy continue to grow, yet countless Americans remain enslaved to the IRS. If you owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled returns, you can legally resolve your tax problem through federally approved programs to give you a fresh start. Your circumstances may qualify you to have liens, levies, and wage garnishments stopped. If you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you may even qualify to have a large portion of your taxes forgiven. Community Tax has established a toll-free hotline for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-348-9815. Community Tax has helped over 40,000 people like you resolve hundreds of millions in tax debt. If you owe the IRS or have unfiled returns, you have a legal right to resolve your tax problem through federally active programs, potentially qualifying you to save hundreds or even thousands. Call the Community Tax Hotline now to see if you qualify at 800-348-9815. 800-348-9815. That's 800-348-9815. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the broadcast. Again, check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls 651 289 4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN. Thanks, as always, for your feedback, your support of all of our ventures here at uh, our various Salem affiliates. Uh, I did mention in today's uh, in today's blog post promoting the show that I was going to look at the latest on Colin Kaepernick. There were a lot of things I wanted to talk about about the NFL quarterback. Obviously, he is the 49ers quarterback who last season uh, caused a stir by kneeling dur- during the pregame national anthem that, of course, precedes every NFL game. And, of course, he was asked about this. You know, uh, Colin Kaepernick saw you kneeling on the sidelines during the National Anthem. You know, what's up for that? And Or what's up with that? And he's basically talking about, well, there's a, uh, this country is, is uh, uh, as he called it, it, is engaging in systematic oppression of minorities, and I want freedom for all people. So this is my way of standing in so- or kneeling, as it were, in solidarity with the folks who are being oppressed in this country. And, you know, hey. A guy can certainly speak out on any social issue he so desires, and the NFL has become more socially conscious uh, over the years. And obviously, they've they've kind of become unwittingly socially conscious with some of the issues that have taken place over the past few years, particularly the sagas involving Ray Rice and his uh, the former Ravens running back engaging in domestic violence, and of course uh, Adrian Peterson here in Minnesota. 
the issue they had a few years ago when he uh, physically abused his son uh, with a uh, with a switch off of a tree and the just uh, awful looking scars that the I guess the three four year old had suffered just uh, ugh, horrific and so as a result the NFL has whether they wanted to or not been thrust into these issues and addressing them head on and the attention that Colin Kaepernick garnered from this was you know as you'd expect this country is pretty well divided on all issues some people say you know this is showing uh, this this is insulting the uh, men and women who died to protect that flag. You know, you, Colin Kaepernick, are a hypocrite. Here you've been given First Amendment rights, and what do you do? You disrespect the flag, and others are are, are applauding Colin Kaepernick, standing up for what he believes in. Here, here's my thing. Here's how I always looked at this. Uh, of course, I supported Colin Kaepernick to uh, convey his thoughts and his feelings and protest in the manner with which he so chose. Always always supported that. I had, I had no issues with it whatsoever, because here's the thing. The, at the cornerstone of protesting something, you have to be willing to risk losing something to get other people's attention. And Colin Kaepernick was willing to put his livelihood on the line in an effort to draw attention to what he deemed was systematic oppression of minorities in the United States. And for that, I can applaud him, because look what happened. He opted out of his contract after the 2016 season, and he hasn't got a job. I think one team, the Seattle Seahawks, brought him in for a look to be their backup quarterback to Russell Wilson, and he didn't get signed. So from that standpoint, Colin Kaepernick is saying, look, I'm not not going to give up my principles. This is what I believe. I'm going to continue to convey my thoughts and protest in the manner with which I deem appropriate in order to bring attention to these issues. And for that, I can applaud him because he is willing to put his livelihood on the line. Where I had an issue with Colin Kaepernick and his protests was there was someone caught a picture of him wearing a T-shirt with Malcolm X and Fidel Castro, and the caption said, Great minds think alike. And the idea was that apparently he's lumping Malcolm X and Fidel Castro into the same bucket saying, hey, these are both great minds and they were having a conversation. Fidel Castro, the brutal dictator who ruled for decades over Cuba where people lived under constant oppression in a police state and those who tried to flee the country, some were successful, some were not. And if you applied, you could apply to, you could apply for visa to leave the country and go to America. You can apply. And the millisecond you did that as a Cuban, you all likelihood lost your job, lost your livelihood, and had to live in squalor even more so than you already were on the off chance that your visa application would be accepted and you could flee to America. And where this all came to a head last year, and I talked about it when this happened last November when the San Francisco 49ers, Kaepernick's team, went in to play the Miami Dolphins. And Armando Salguero, He's a writer. He covers the Dolphins for the Miami Herald, and he is he was born in Cuba. And so, of course, he had to ask Colin Kaepernick, says, yo, uh, Colin, uh, what's the deal um, with you wearing that Fidel Castro T-shirt? Don't you think that if you're going to say that the United States is engaging in oppressive tactics, aren't you being kind of a hypocrite for wearing a T-shirt with Fidel Castro on it? Really? 
And Kaepernick's initial response was, well, no, I was, it was a Malcolm X t-shirt. And he says, well, yeah, but Castro was on the t-shirt too. And he says, yeah, I understand that. But Malcolm X, it was more to laud Malcolm X saying, hey, he had an open mind to at least listen to the other side, listen to what Fidel Castro had to say. And then Colin Kaepernick kind of launched into a, shall we say, a whitewashing of the Castro regime. Basically saying, but if, hey, you know, if you're going to bring up Fidel Castro, and again, I'm quoting from Armando Salguero's story from the Miami Herald last November. You know, one thing Fidel Castro did, did do is they have the highest literacy rate because they invest more in their education system than they do in their prison system, which we do not have here, even though we're fully capable of doing that. To which Armando Salguero responds, is this real life? First, and again, this is from Salguero's story, Cuba does not have the highest literacy rate. That on its face is flatly absurd and false. Second, don't be surprised if the same people who report Cuba's admittedly high literacy rate are related to those who report its election results, the ones which the Castros get 100% of the votes. Third, could it be because, could it be, Cuba doesn't have to invest a lot in the prison in its prison system. You know, dungeons and firing squads are not too expensive to maintain. Finally, it's bizarre that Kaepernick is extolling the education system of a country where people believe launching out into shark-infested seas to flee is a better idea than staying there. So I bring this all up because Ryan Tannehill, the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, has been injured. Talk is that he's going to, it's a season ending injury. He's going to be out for the year. So obviously the Dolphins are going to want to supplement their quarterback position. And Matt Moore, he's been a perennial backup. He may be a good fill in for a few games, but in all, he's a backup. So the Dolphins were looking for a starting quarterback. And obviously, people immediately point to Colin Kaepernick. He's the most high profile free agent quarterback out there. And immediately it's like, okay, don't you, again, owner Stephen Ross, very open-minded, progressive owner. I guess he supported Colin Kaepernick in his stance last year, or Neil, as it were. Uh, He supported Kaepernick in his ability to speak out. So Stephen Ross, if anybody's going to sign Colin Kaepernick, well, it'll be Stephen Ross. Yeah, one, one problem with that. You know where the Dolphins play football? They play in Miami. Miami, that contains the neighborhood Little Havana. Little Havana, where a lot of the, you know, Cuban exiles live to this day. I know Stephen Ross may be open-minded and willing to weather the PR storm, but I would, I would pay good money, and if and they should put it on pay-per-view for Stephen Ross to go to Little Havana and justify to the Cuban exiles there why you're signing a guy that is lauding, not lauding, well, in some cases lauding the Fidel Castro regime. That these Cuban exiles risk their lives, literally risk their lives to flee. I, okay, Stephen Ross may be PR conscious and he may be willing to weather the storm, but do you think he can take that kind of heat? I, I, I seriously, I would pay to see that. And Doug Baldwin of the Seattle Seahawks, there was an ESPN story where he weighed in, where he's saying, you know, he kind of switched his initial position. He didn't think that it was just an owner-driven issue, and that's why Kaepernick didn't have a job. But here's what Doug Baldwin, CLC Hawks wide receiver, had to say about the uh, Colin Kaepernick saga. After viewing what's going on, 
I got to take that back. I definitely think that the league, the owners are trying to send a message of stay in between the lines. It's frustrating because you want to have guys who are uh, willing to speak out about things that they believe in, whether you agree with it or not. But I think that's definitely playing a role now more so than I thought it was going to. Uh, the Seahawks remain the only team that even brought Kaepernick in for a free agent visit, but the team elected not to sign him. Baldwin said Kaepernick's play is worthy of a job in the NFL. Uh, if you take a step back and you look at the overall picture, there's a lot of teams in this league that could use a quarterback of Colin Kaepernick's ability. And why he doesn't have a job, it's very telling to me. He's a very capable player. There's a lot of teams out there that need quarterbacks, whether they're a starting quarterback or a backup caliber quarterback. The fact that he hasn't been brought into camp yet is questionable. Uh, I I don't I I disagree with Doug Baldwin there. I don't think it's as say I don't think it's as black or white an issue as he's making it out to be. Because again, when you're going to sign a player of that cal of, of that caliber and of that background, like Colin Kaepernick, you 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 kind of have to be unified on all fronts. You've got obviously the owner, uh, whomever heads up the football operations in the front office, and of course the head coach, and with what Kaepernick is bringing to the table or what he's not bringing the table to the table as it were you're 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 not it's going to be hard to be unanimous on all fronts because an owner may be socially conscious and says you know what what this guy is doing I admire him and he showed some ability in the past I want to bring him in but a coach will say well wait a minute here uh, Mr. Owner um the offense we run isn't really conducive to Kaepernick's skills he's more of a read option guy I don't think we should change our entire offense for quarterback like Colin Kaepernick. Now, in 2012-2013, when he was leading the 49ers to two straight NFC Championship games, including the Super Bowl one year, yeah, you might want to, uh, you might have been open to tailoring your offense around his ability because of the ungodly numbers he was putting up. But this idea that it's just strictly owner-driven, that that's why he doesn't have a job, I, I don't know. I think it's more complicated than that. I don't really have a lot of time to develop this, so why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? When we come back, I'll maybe try to wrap my thoughts around this. But, uh, again, I don't think it's as easy as owners uh, colluding, blackballing Kaepernick. It's just it's so much more complicated than that and goes into so much more than just that. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Hey, what do you folks think? You can also weigh in via hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N on Twitter. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. When it comes time to re-roof your home, you deserve high-quality products and service. You deserve a contractor that will follow up after every project, that doesn't leave nails behind. This is Joe with Evergreen Construction. We offer 24-hour emergency service repair, backed with custom 50-year warranties for your protection. In the last 15 years, we've installed over 6,000 roofs in Minnesota. To receive your no-obligation free same-day quote, text Evergreen to 55498. Evergreen is a preferred contractor for Owens Corning, GAF, and LP SmartSide. Just text Evergreen to 55498. Please don't text and drive. Dennis Prager here, and for two years now, I've been telling you about my wife, Sue, who tried Relief Factor because of her knee pain, and it worked. This is before I ever even heard about the product. I never endorsed the pain reliever, but now I am. And yes, now I'm taking Relief Factor 2. Maybe you've heard me call it a miracle. In fact, listen to what Amanda from Texas wrote. I was having pain in my left thumb area and left side of my leg from my knee about four inches up. After about a week of taking Relief Factor, the pain in my leg has gone away. 
and a few days later, the pain in my left hand is gone. We've gotten thousands of these testimonials, and if you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle aches and pain, do what my wife Sue did, try Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or call them toll-free, 800-583-84. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Have you heard of the summer slide? Well, it's not as fun as it sounds. It's impacting our children's education and not in a good way. Studies show that most students lose two months' worth of math skills during summer vacation. Thankfully, Mathnasium Learning Centers are here to prevent learning loss and help kids get ahead. With over 600 locations worldwide, we're breaking the summer slide trend. Visit Mathnasium.com today. Call 877-601-MATH or go to Mathnasium.com. Welcome back, AM 12 the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment, the final segment on today's broadcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Going to pick up where I left off. Colin Kaepernick still remains unsigned. Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Doug Baldwin, among a few others, think it's uh, an owners-driven decision. Basically, they don't want athletes to speak out on social issues to keep them quiet. Uh, I don't know if it's that simple. Brandon, you're a sports fan, and uh, you kind of pay attention to some of these issues. What say you? Is it is it that simple that uh, Kaepernick's being blackballed by all these owners? Uh, simple, no. I just don't think he's very good. Like, to be honest, last year he had some flashes in the pan, especially against New Orleans and uh, the Rams, a game he actually played pretty well against, apparently. Sure. But uh, he's also he's turning 30 years old in November. I finally looked that up. And, uh, and then, Good on point. average, the starting age of a starting quarterback isn't that, like, it's over 30s, there's about maybe 8 to 10. And those guys are seasoned veterans who have played sure. several years. So, like, he's getting up there in age. He's, not like you said before, not a prototypical quarterback for what teams are uh, uh, apparently looking for now just throwing not as much running and i think every team's pretty much set and we, we kind of discussed this off air but there's always an injury something gonna happen at some point to oh someone yeah in, yep. in preseason whether it be starter or backup or whatever so i'm sure he'll get a job somewhere but i think it's a lot more now is he content being a backup do we know this i've never i don't know if he's gone on the record saying he's okay being no a backup. Idea. yeah i don't know if that's an ish option or not because he's not going to get paid a lot of money to be a backup it's true. And typically backup quarterbacks, you think of guys, when you think of backups, you think of guys like you know Matt Flynn or Matt Moore or Sean yeah. Hill or Case Keenum. These are guys that don't make a fuss. And fair or unfair, they want their backup quarterback. Hey, you're a backup quarterback. You know, just uh, stay on the sidelines, you know, nod your head and hold a clipboard. And Colin Kaepernick 
probably not capable of that. So would he be okay with a role like that? And, you know, that's the thing. And, uh, again, I don't know. I, I, if, if, if you don't want to sign a guy because you're afraid of the bad PR or, you're, or if you're an owner and you're concerned that, uh, you know, here's the thing. You brought it up a sailing issue. Some of the high-profile quarterbacks that are over 30, I mean, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, would they have any problem getting a job if they were a free agent but yet had the same yeah, uh, social stance as, as Kaepernick? Of course not. So as you alluded to, it comes down to ability. This isn't the Colin Kaepernick that we saw in 2012 and 2013 that went to two straight NFC championship games, including one Super Bowl. Okay, in 14, he took a step back. You know, he's still pretty solid, still had 3,369 yards passing and 19 touchdowns. Okay, still pretty solid. But then uh, the last two years, after Jim Harbaugh has gone, okay, his numbers have regressed. He had, like you said, some flashes last year, but his yards per attempt, that's the thing I look at, was in the high sixes, not even seven yards per attempt. Where in his heyday, his yards per attempt were, were high sevens over eight. That's the threshold you want to measure. So, like you said, he's throwing a lot of underneath stuff, not throwing a lot of deep passes. I think, in large part, he may not have been putting up the numbers he was because of Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh was gone. Once Jim Harbaugh left, it didn't seem like Colin Kaepernick had the same magic. Heck, even in Harbaugh's last season with the Niners, 2014, uh, he didn't really show much, uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. So I think it's... He's kind of in purgatory. To your point, he's going to be 30 years old. And when you're a 30-year-old quarterback in your pre- most recent seasons, you've regressed a little bit from what you were. Okay, that's not going to – you're not going to want to sign a quarterback with that baggage. Now, if he didn't have the baggage, people say, yeah, we'll take a flyer on him. What the heck, we'll take a flyer on him. So to say it has no factor, I think is naive. His social stances to say it has no impact at all, it's naive. But to say that it's completely black and white, that because he is so outspoken, uh, I, I also think is, is not correct. Because the Seattle Seahawks, they have a good number of players that have advocated for different social issues, whatever they may be. Okay? And they don't have a problem with it because they're, they're winning. So it's not a distraction until it becomes a distraction, I guess is what I'm saying. So, uh, And a lot of people want to do the Ray Rice comparisons because pro football talk they they came out and said, "Well, did Steve Bishotti do a survey of the of the fans when they wanted to bring Ray Rice back? Because you know Ray Rice was initially suspended for two games for domestic violence, and then when people saw the actual video of him slugging his then fiance, you know, then it's like, oh my gosh, we got to cut ties with this guy. But initially, before they saw that graphic video, they knew he was involved in domestic violence. Ray Rice was going to come back to the Baltimore Ravens after his suspension." The difference is they still felt like Ray Rice had a lot left and could actually help their football team uh, at another level from what Colin Kaepernick could. Colin Kaepernick, they're like, well, maybe he can help us, maybe he can't, but because we're unsure, we don't want to sign a guy with all that baggage unless he could really help our team. So I think it's a, I think it is a, is definitely a, a combo platter. And uh, did, you hear, did you hear the uh, – now, Brandon, obviously you follow the Ravens. Ray Lewis kind of gave a message to Colin Kaepernick, you know, stay between the lines – Put your head down, do your job. Ray Ray Lewis, if anybody is an authority to speak from that, it's Ray Lewis. Given the controversy he had of being at the scene of a double murder, I'm not saying he killed people. It was proven he didn't, but he obstructed justice. He is as much as admitted to that. But Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis, in order to get back into the good graces of NFL fans, had to keep his nose clean, and he did. 
the last 12 years of his career, he didn't make a sound off the field. Didn't really talk about any social issues. Just went out and played to the point where people stopped thinking about Ray Lewis being at the scene of double murder and started thinking about Ray Lewis. Oh, my God, this guy is a beast Hall of Fame middle linebacker. So if so, people unfairly criticize, in my opinion, Ray Lewis for being condescending to Colin Kaepernick. I, I, I say Colin should listen say, hey, this is what I had to do to kind of uh, assuage my good graces with the fans. Now, again, don't start barraging me with angry emails, tweets, and letters. I'm not equating double mur- being at the scene of double murder with speaking out on social issues. That's not what I'm doing here. Okay? My point is, is from the public relations standpoint of how fans will receive you. And fans were very upset that Colin Kaepernick took a knee. A lot, a good number of fans took a knee uh, during the national anthem. You can argue whether that's good form of protest or not. But, again, I'm talking about if you want to really play this game. But Colin Kaepernick has gone on record saying, no, I'm not giving up my principles. I'm going to continue to speak out. And you know what? I admire him for that. If he's willing to risk his career, which he knows he is doing at this point, I admire him for that. But to Brandon's point, this may all all be moot within a few weeks because inevitably there's a serious knee injury that a quarterback suffers in the preseason you know, at training camp or in the first couple of games of regular season. So he may end up with a job in the end, who's to say. But bottom line is, I think his skill set is not to the point where teams are willing to endure the PR uh, distraction. To me, that's the bottom line. Uh, hashtag NARN. If you think I'm wrong, I'd love to hear your feedback after the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, I've enjoyed it. The AM1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723 or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. 
If you struggle to get rid of stubborn fat, regardless of how much you diet or exercise, listen up. Whether it's love handles, belly fat, thighs, or a double chin, now there's a proven solution. Go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Cool Sculpting is a procedure for men and women that will eliminate stubborn fat safely and effectively without surgery or downtime. It's the only FDA-cleared procedure to use controlled cooling to safely and effectively target and eliminate diet and exercise-resistant fat. Now, for a limited time, you can save 25% by going to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Reju's prices are the best in the business. The office is conveniently located in Egan, near 35E and Diffley Road. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. INeedCoolSculpting.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. To receive 25% off, go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. From the Nepsis Capital. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.